Welcome to the May 31st edition of Take Him With You, the podcast that's spiritual, not religious. Today we talk about MySpace versus Facebook, and I interview my friend Jeff Joe. You are really going to enjoy today's show. Jeff Job joins me, a friend of mine from Canada, and talks about some experiences that he had as a young man and uh, his faith in God. I think you'll really enjoy the show. Plus, uh, we have some fun things and a great song to share at the end. So uh, you'll like it. You hard rock fans will enjoy the song that we're going to play at the end. Stick around. The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast. Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-fi entertainment news and commentary. I am Locutus, a Borg. Star Trek episode analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise. Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am to misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. Hey, it's time once again to find out what's happening at Rick's house on Take Him With You. Well, here we are, another week of Take Him With You. So glad that you've joined me for the podcast. And talking about uh, my house, what's going on at my house, let's for a moment just uh, talk about my social networks. You know, it's important to talk about your social networks once in a while. Now, like many of you, I got I jumped on the social network band a few years ago when MySpace was out. And MySpace now has kind of turned into mostly young people I guess it was then, too, but I kind of like the idea where you can blog and you can communicate with one another and do all these different things, and it's kind of fun. I know a lot of people over 40 are like, why would you want to be on MySpace? Why would you even want a social network? What's that all about? Well, basically, what a social network is an, is, is an online um, bunch of friends that you can share stuff, life and blogs and fun things together, pictures and yeah, that's what it's all about. So anyway, I got on MySpace years ago. I'm up to 18,100 hits on my blog on MySpace. Yeah, that many people have read come, well, I'm sure many, many of those are repeats. But a lot of people have read my blog on MySpace. And you can find me on MySpace at myspace.com slash Moyer777. Yeah, you should check it out. I have like 2,500 pictures. I just love to take pictures. And so I put lots of pictures in picture galleries and all that jazz. I do do update it weekly, but not as much as I do now. Um, It's true. My wife joined Facebook. And she got on Facebook. And I thought that was interesting that she got on there first before I did. And and she kind of got into talking to a bunch of people. And it seems to be more adult, more college-age to adult 
kind of feeling to Facebook. It was a little hard to understand when I first got on it because it was just a little bit different than what I was used to. But uh, I like Facebook. It's it's fun. Show you a little bit of it here. Oh, by the way, this is going to be on YouTube, so you can watch the what's happening at Rick's house. Here's uh, here's my uh, my my not my MySpace. This is the uh, the uh, Facebook stuff here, you know. And you can go in here and you can go into my settings and everything. And that my friend Kenny's trying to get a hold of me uh, right now. Kenny, if you watch this on YouTube, I'm not answering because I'm recording. Go figure, huh? And uh, I've got my photos on here, and my latest, of course, album of Stripey. You're going to have to check it out on, on uh, Facebook. Uh, my cat on Sunday morning decided to venture into the backyard, and so I got these hilarious pictures of him just playing in the backyard before it was mowed. And it was it's hilarious. He's just got these goofy looks on his face, and he's just having a good time balancing on part of an old swing set that we had cut apart. And uh, I just had a good time. So I really like taking pictures and, and posting them. So you have to go to my site. Just look for Rick Moyer on Facebook, and uh, you'll find you'll know which one's me because I talk a lot about taking him with you and uh, the podcast, and I've got pet pictures. You'll know. There's a few Rick Moyers. Actually, I'm friends with three other Rick Moyers who it's really interesting when I get on Facebook to find posts from Rick Moyer that aren't me, if that makes sense. Anyway. Yeah. So why would why would you want to do a social network? Why would you be on this? Uh, why would you want to do that? Well, I think that uh, social networks are a blast because you can connect with a bunch of different people. Like I'm able to put our newsletter out on there. I'm able to talk about programs coming up. I'm able to talk with friends from high school and college, and it's just really really fun to connect with people. And and it's just it's a it's a great opportunity. If you don't have Facebook, you should sign up and do that. Now the other thing that I really love is Twitter. How many of you know what Twitter is? Twitter is a little bit crazy because it's kind of like you're able to have people stalk you on purpose. Yeah, I guess that's how I would say it. And it's kind of fun because you can type, you know, I'm going to the store or I'm going to go make dinner or this is what we have for dinner then post the recipe or something like that. And, and you just kind of update people on what's going on in your life. And then you have friends that you follow them and they follow you and back and forth and it's really quite fun and you you should follow me if you don't have Twitter or you do have Twitter you should follow me I'm Moyer777 at Moyer777 that's what you would do to find me on there add me as a friend and follow my life it's pretty fun I have all sorts of fun little twits that I make I think that's the proper term and I think I have like a hundred I'm following like a hundred and three people and I have like a hundred followers or something like that but uh, very fun Twitter you should you should check it out I know I'm so geeky I can't help it I don't know it's kind of different yeah I got a new baby laptop that was kind of cool I got one of those reconditioned little tiny ones the 8.9 inch screen got it used it for a day and a half and it crashed you get what you pay for I guess it was under two hundred dollars and well, that's what happens, I guess. Anyway, I had to send it back, and they're sending me another one. Not the same because they sold out of the other one. Paid a little bit more for um, one with a bigger hard drive, so it's on its way. I thought it would be fun when I'm studying for Take Him With You or I'm out and about. I can have um, something with a keyboard on it, a little easier than my iPod Touch. When I get it, I will do a review, and I'll video record it, and you can see it on YouTube. That'll be very fun. By the way, check out my YouTube channel. We have a really fun... Um, Nathan had his girlfriend over um, the other night uh, to make dinner for us, and they made these uh, Thai salad rolls. And we actually have a video of, of Ivy and Nathan making these Thai salad rolls, and you can look at it on my YouTube video channel, which is youtube.com slash rickmoyer777. 
You'll find all of these links and more on the podcast notes this week at Take Him With You. So you'll have to tune in for that. Very, very fun. I'm not going to do a whole lot more on what's happening at, at my house this week because I am interviewing Jeff Job coming up, and the interview is um, a little lengthy, but it's really, really good, and you're really going to enjoy it. So uh, I'm going to take off for a little bit, and I'll be back in a moment with words of wisdom right here on Take Him With You. Greetings, guildies. I'm Kenny. And I'm Jenny. After listening to Take Him With You, why don't you tune in to Knights of the Guild, the official fan podcast for the web series The Guild. Each month, we'll bring you the latest news about the Guild cast, including what projects they're working on and what conventions they'll be attending. Also, we'll be updating you on the current season. We'll talk about some behind-the-scenes fun of Season 2. As well as having cast, crew, and fan interviews. So head over to iTunes and subscribe to Knights of the Guild. Or go to our website for a direct download at knightsoftheguild.podbean.com. Zaboo! (laughs) It's time once again for Words of Wisdom on Take Him With You. Today, we are in the book of 1 John in the New Testament starting with chapter 3. What marvelous love the Father has extended to us. Just look at it. We're called children of God. That's who we really are. But that's also why the world doesn't recognize us or take us seriously, because it has no idea who he is or what he's up to. But friends, that's exactly who we are, children of God. And that's only the beginning. Who knows how we'll end up? What we know is that when Christ is openly revealed, we'll see him, and in seeing him, become like him. All of us who look forward to his coming stay ready with the glistening purity of Jesus' life as a model for our own. All who indulge in a sinful life are dangerously lawless, for sin is a major disruption of God's order. Surely you know that Christ showed up in order to get rid of sin. There's no sin in him, and sin is not part of his program. No one who lives deeply in Christ makes a practice of sin. I thought that was really an interesting statement. The whole part about if you really are deep into God, then you don't really want to practice sin. That could be a whole topic on Take Him With You, couldn't it? There's your words of wisdom. I hope you enjoyed them. Take Him With You is an experiment of the Moyer family. We are podcasting full-time and trying to make a living from it at the same time. Our goal is to encourage you and many, many people all over the world with some hope and some encouragement for everyday living. We put out a newsletter every week on Monday mornings, and we are asking if you would want to help with that. Go to our website, takehimwithyou.com. Click on Donate or on Subscribe to our newsletter and sign up today. Any amount would be very appreciated, and we can keep taking with you, coming to you every single week. Thanks for considering it. Time once again for Food for Thought. This week, an interview with Jeff Joe. Well, with me in the studio, actually across many miles in the studio over Skype, I have my good friend Jeff from Canada. Jeff, how do you say your last name? Job, just like uh, in the Bible. Oh, well, there you go. Okay, Jeff Job from Canada. Uh, Jeff and I are friends from the Trex and Sci-Fi podcast and forum. 
that uh, we belong to together. And uh, we kind of struck up a friendship over the last couple, three years, and we've enjoyed talking to one another. And um, Jeff also listens to Take Him With You, don't you? Yes, I do. I listen to it every week. Uh, another fine uh, podcast this week on the the test there, Rick. Yes, it was very fun. Amy and I had a great time. As you could tell, we had a good time. <laughs> Talking about questions. Yeah, 140 for goodness sakes. But you know, it's pretty cool once you go through that. You find out kind of what your what your base of gifts are. It's kind of cool. Yeah, it was actually a kind of. I took that test and it was pretty much as what I was expecting. It was kind of uh, helping and uh, was it the kind of helping and giving type. Uh, That's cool. Gifts were were the ones that I, I ranked highest on. So yeah, that was Amy's. Creative ones, yeah. yeah. Creative ones, not so good. <laughs> Me, I was like number one on encouragement. But then that's what I do the podcast for. So go figure, huh? Yeah. <laughs> well, Jeff, you and I have talked a lot back and forth about God, faith, rock and roll, sci-fi, all sorts of different things. But in particular, you shared a story with me that I thought was absolutely fascinating. And I thought, you know, when I get up and running on the podcast. I want to have Jeff on to talk about this, and it was the fact that when you grew up, did you did you grow up with God in your life at all? Um, a bit, a bit. Like my mom, uh, she's a, a very um, strong believer in in God and a, a strong Catholic, and so, and I went to Catholic um, schools as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was always there. Maybe we didn't really go to church every. Week, but we did hit the you know kind of the high holidays there like Easter and Christmas and and a few other times so so it God and, and religion were always kind of in my life but maybe not as prevalent as maybe some other people. Okay, so so Jeff, you spoke to me about a, a time that you went to a very interesting school. Can you explain to me a little bit more about what that was? You went to t- a couple of different kinds of Christian schools. What was the first one you went to, and and what's what was striking about it to you? Um, when I was in, uh, I think it was my junior high years, at least up here in uh, Canada, which was uh, grade seven and eight. Um, I went to a uh, a boarding school, a, a Catholic boarding school, actually, where um, you actually stayed for the whole week and uh, you had a bed and and slept in a dorm and uh, you didn't go home wow. until the weekend. So wow, yeah, like I say, it was a lot different than. Uh, what I had uh, experienced before, because just going to other schools, you went home each day after like three o'clock or whenever school got out. But this one, uh, it was a Catholic boarding school. Like I said, it was um, it was run by a, a group called the the Salesians. Um, I'm not sure if you're familiar with them or not, Rick, but uh, it's kind of a Catholic order, and and they they kind of um, they follow kind of the teachings uh, of someone called um, John Bosco, or I guess he's he's actually been sainted. So St. John Bosco. Okay. And um, their mandate is kind of um, to help the youth of, you know, they help youth, you know, teach them, help them, counsel them, you know, that's kind of their mandate. And um, this boarding school was mostly for uh, people who had, uh, you know, learning type problems, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Behavioral problems, maybe, I guess. So, uh, did you get in trouble a lot when you were a kid? Is that why you were there? Um, a little bit of trouble. Uh, I'm, I'm a person who, uh, didn't have a very good attention for, uh, for school. So I kind of (laughs) easily distracted, maybe a bit troublesome at times, Uh, not a bad kid, but just, uh, 
not the not the best student out there. So anyways, um, <laughs> for grade seven and eight, uh, they decided that I needed a little more discipline in my life, and uh, and they sent me off to this this boarding school. And uh, I'd say yeah, it was to be honest, it opened up my eyes a lot, Rick, on just religion and God. Um, again, like say I was familiar with with church. I've gone not often, but uh, like say a few times a year. And like going to this school, you know, it just immersed you much more in in specifically the Catholic uh, religion because uh, it was run by um, fathers and brothers, I guess. And fathers are like the priests, and then brothers are kind of the I'm not sure term. They're they're working up to to becoming fathers or priests or okay, or all right, yeah, that makes cardinals sense. Cardinals or 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 higher higher in the uh, Catholic Church. So, anyways, it was interesting because um, this group of uh, of priests uh, they came from California actually. So, um, living here in like my city, which is uh, in uh, Canada in Alberta, in a city called Edmonton, uh, it was it was new for them as well because they came from <laughs> from California and uh, when they actually came here. Uh, one of the brothers actually told me that uh, he was really surprised when he got off the plane because he he thought he was going to get picked up by a um, like a sled with uh, with snow dogs. <laughs> he thought it was just a blizzard. <laughs> he just thought it was just snow up here in Canada because he didn't know any better. Right, but, right. So, but it was it was a fun environment really because um, we did a you know we interacted a lot with the brothers and the brothers were were young people just out of of the seminary or or whatever you know just young people and they're probably in their 20s just just new to you know being in that sort of uh lifestyle so right right yeah really really interesting and just i found um with them being so young that uh like say myself and a lot of the other students had quite a uh, a good connection with them and could relate mm-hmm. easily with them and uh, the brothers could relate to us and they seemed fairly hip and uh in it, you know, they they weren't, uh, you know, like what you'd usually think of, uh, you know, maybe of, uh, you know, pastors or priests or something like that. Right, who, right. Were maybe a little more rigid. These guys are pretty, you know, young and fun and uh, you you kinda, were. You explained it. You told me one time that it was kind of funny because you guys would have what like chapel or something, or and they would play their guitars. Or yeah, like they'd play their guitars. Like say we had one or one brother, and he he'd play the guitars a lot. And then sometimes after church, uh, you know, after after the the mass, because we'd have uh, you know kind of masses at lunch, or or sometimes even you know at, at times they'll, they'll go and they'll play some some religious songs. Right. And then after we we talk them into you know we say oh why don't you play some you know like ACDC or <laughs> <laughs> like that. And, yeah, sometimes he would. You know, that's, okay. That's so cool. Yeah, he'd strum, you know, like you know, some some of the like dirty deeds or something like that. Something like that. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> he'd strum that on his guitar, and uh, you know, sometimes, sometimes not. He'd say, "Oh no, you know, no, we're not, I'm not doing that today." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll do it. I was going, "This is so cool," you know, like here's this, you know, this this brother, and he actually knows, you know, some rock songs and all that, and it's so cool. So uh, then people would, or kids would relate to him, which was kind of cool. He, yeah, like he, he was yeah, doing. So, yeah. Because, uh, um, like, say, we've talked a bit about our, our both of our, our kind of our, our like of the same type of music, of sure. the heavier type sure. music, and sure. um, you wouldn't, like, say, that's where I first got introduced to the heavier type music. Oh, when that's I went so to elementary school. I never heard any of it, but once I got to, 
this Catholic boarding school, you know, after like after dinners, you know, after our supper in the night um, before our study hall, we'd usually have about about an hour, hour and a half of just kind of uh, recreation time. You know, they had a games room where you could go play out in the field, play soccer, right? Baseball, or you could sit in the or that big gym, you could you know play basketball or or floor hockey and things like that. And then and that's where you heard the music, huh? Yeah, people would just sit around and had their big uh, with the ghetto blasters back then. Do you, you know, me- I remember those in the eighties. Those were cool. Yeah, everyone had one, eh? And they, yeah, they'd yeah. all play the. You know, everyone have their own tapes of you know like Def Leppard or yeah. ACDC or right. Os- Osborne things Black like Sabbath, that. Black Sabbath, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they'd all play it. You know, you just <laughs> go listen, and someone drop by. Oh, I'd listen to this song. It's pretty cool. So that's where I first kind of got introduced to that music. And, that's so. Funny. And you think that the brothers would come and they would. Uh, or, or the fathers even say, "Don't do that! Don't do that!" But right. they seem pretty cool about it, so so it was pretty fun. And uh, like say, just just a really cool environment, uh, you know. Like you learned a lot about God, and you know, I you know I went to mass and things like that. But also too, there's lots of fun things. Like in the evenings, we'd watch like movies. Like I think um, that's the first time I ever actually saw the Star Trek the motion picture. Was oh, actually that's at cool. Boarding school because um. You had these big screen uh, projection TVs. Oh, I remember those too. Those were cool. They had this huge one, and then they have it's this big screen, and then this this kind of box which just shot these these different kind of lights at the screen to make the picture. Right, right. And uh, someone had donated it to the school, um, some uh, you know nice person, and uh, you know every I think is Friday nights we'd always have these movie nights and. They would always, they'd always get the cool movies in, like they'd get Star Wars in or or Star Trek in. Uh, I think I saw Clash of the Titans. Wow. You know, different kind of cool, cool movies, you know, and they'd show it on on this big screen. And like I say, I'd never seen a a big screen TV like that before. And this right. was back in like the early 80s too. Yeah, this was like yeah. 81 or 82. So really cool stuff there. Did you? Did you were you surprised that you feel that you felt so accepted and and kind of loved by these these folks? Was that surprising to you? I mean, did you expect that going in to the boarding school situation? Um, I was a bit surprised cuz I must admit I was really really kind of nervous and and intimidated, uh, you know, cuz this was the first time I I was away from home for an extended period of time, so I wasn't really sure what to expect. Were you mad at your folks for sending you? A little bit, to be honest with you. Yeah. A little bit. I was going like, why, why do I have to go to this school? Why do I have to leave, you know, all my family and right. my friends and things like that? And it took a couple of weeks to get into it, and it was, you know, it was a. At times, it was a little rough as well, too. Yeah, um, I bet. Say, you know, they they, you know, if they had to kind of clamp down on someone, they they would do that. Uh, you know, again, because uh, you know, discipline was also part of that school. So um, sure. Sure. You know, like say, I remember our, you know, after after school, we used to have like a couple hours of uh, of um, gym. Right. You know, we used to have to do calisthenics and <laughs> the, and the uh, and the uh, gym teacher. He wasn't uh, he wasn't um, a religious man, I should say, or he wasn't like a, a brother or a father or anything. They just he hired just, him to come do PE. Yeah. Yeah, and he was a real taskmaster. Like uh, <laughs> he used to, you know, if if. We were bad or something. The the brothers would uh, tip him off that uh, we weren't we were being good, and he end up being like something like forty five minutes of like jumping jacks. <laughs> it was like it's like, oh. like uh, uh, my teeth. <laughs> he put us through our paces, and uh, 
he'd call call you out and all that kind of stuff if uh, he thought you were kind of uh, you weren't giving it your all. Like a few times I got called out, he he'd call me out, "Hey Jeff, you're supposed to go harder, go harder, right?" Eh? You'd be just you'd be like just your body be just falling apart because of all these jumping jacks, right? But, uh, right. Yeah, but uh, like say yeah, it was. No, most part, you know, the brothers and, and the fathers are so kind and, uh, you know, like so open and, uh, and so non-judgmental, which I was surprised being that they came from such a, you know, a structured kind of religion mm-hmm. that they were so open. But again, like I said, you know, their their kind of focus was on, on the youth. So I guess part of that was maybe relating relating with us. That's cool. Do you do you feel like and and uh, I'm going to go to another question in just a second, but I, but I, I want to end on this and then I have to uh, we'll play a promo and then we'll come back uh, but do you feel like one of the reasons you have a belief in God today and you and you're still interested in in the Lord and stuff is because of these guys that they helped you out and to find your faith or um, yeah I would say so that's probably where I got my most um, uh, most experience or most most exposure to it um, sure because sure. I think I mentioned to you as well, Rick, that you know I I went there and uh, I used to go lunchtime. They used to have masses, and then they started asking, "Well, who would like to volunteer to be like an altar boy?" And we'll be right back with more of the interview with Jeff Job in just a moment on Take Him With You. I think if she watched Empire, she would want to watch Jedi. The way that Lucas planned it. Um Star Wars A New Hope was supposed to be able to stand on its own mm-hmm. and so it does have a conclusion that's why we you know, chose it's not like watching Fellowship yeah. of the Ring where you're like oh I just sat here for three hours yeah. and this stupid <laughs> story just started <laughs> it's not stupid I know I know of course it's not stupid I love it <laughs> I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And when you're not listening to this glorious podcast, we would love to have you listen to ours, the Anomaly Podcast. That's A-N-O-M-A-L-Y podcast.com. Now we return to the interview with Jeff Job on Take Him With You. Okay. So they had asked, like, uh, who'd like to be an altar boy? And I'd been going to Mass uh, during lunch hours, and I thought, hey, that'd be a cool thing to try. So uh, I I volunteered for that, and it was a really interesting um, uh, experience, actually. Uh, we actually had to kind of learn how to do it because uh, there's certain... Um, certain times and certain things that an altar boy has to do during the the mass like say you carry in the bible and then you help the priest at at certain times and you're supposed to do things in certain ways you know you have to yeah, bring you have up, an order to do them in yeah yeah so you have to bring the bread and the wine out in a certain order and you have to clean it up in a certain order and at a certain time and uh it was uh it was an interesting experience and and like say it's it certainly um it certainly uh helped me a lot uh you know appreciate and and understand uh like my religion i guess the catholic religion a, a lot better and uh i guess part of me is a, a little bit um sad in the sense that um after i left that school that i i never actually um i never actually followed up on that i never didn't, didn't pursue that really personally no, I never pursued that anymore because well 
Yeah, I have a question for you now. I, I mean, obviously we talked beforehand, but I think it'd be really interesting for the people listening to the podcast. You you had this great experience at that school, but you also went to another school that that uh, purported to be Christian, and but you didn't have the same type of experience at this one. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, sure. Like say, and then a few years later, I went to a, another Christian school, but it wasn't a Catholic school. It was a a Christian school, and uh, to be honest, I, I can't remember what their faith was. Um, unfortunately, well, I guess like you say it was such. Uh, it wasn't a, as great of experience. I I went there, and uh, I thought, oh, this is great. You know, as I remembered, uh, like say my time at at the boarding school, I thought this is going to be cool. You know, these people are probably going to be really cool. It'll be a, it'll be a great experience. Um, well, uh, I get to the school, and I made the biggest mistake the first day. I get there, and uh, I. You know, first day of school, you remember when you were a kid there, Rick, the first day of school, sure. you have to put on your best yeah. t-shirt and yeah, right. an ACDC concert actually in the summer. And I thought, <laughs> I'm wearing my ACDC tour shirt. You know, this is my favorite shirt. Right. I get there. So I get there and all these people are giving me these 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 nasty looks. Oh, no. And it's just like, oh. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and then they ask each person in class what they do for the summer. I go, I went to this ACDC concert. It was great. And, oh. Teachers going, we don't talk about that stuff here and all that. And oh my! Later in the day, uh, it was uh, was kind of pulled aside and said, uh, "Don't wear that shirt again to again wow. to school." And I was just like, "Oh, okay." And then uh, over the time, I, I just found that these. This what did you What did you feel like though? I mean, what was the what was going through your head when they were saying that to you? I was just I was just kind of totally caught off guard. I was just like, "Wow!" Like I. This is the first time I really ever came across, you know, such kind of, you know, a, a strict kind of set of values, I guess. It was just, I, I was, I guess part of me too, I was still young. I was in my teens. I was probably like uh, 16 or 17 at the time, maybe. And uh-huh. so I, I didn't know. I was wondering, what did I do wrong here? Like, right. what's, what's so bad about this? I, I couldn't really understand so it was kind of running through my my head like what did i do wrong here and just i don't know i was just most mostly i was just kind of really caught caught off guard i was not expecting that at all after my experience at the boarding school sure and sure over so, time oh go rick no that's all right go you over time what what was it like to be in that school over time it just just some of the things that they they told me um, just, just didn't sit right with me. I was going, this is, you know, this is just a, you know, one person's interpretation of, you know, how, how you live life and, you know, how you to live your life for God. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I'm not sure if this is the right thing for me. And, uh, right. and like I said, I didn't, I guess the, the main thing is I didn't really, um, I didn't really believe the message that they sent but didn't i just didn't believe that was the message that god was sending to me it's not that i didn't believe in god or stop believing in god or stop caring about god just that these people's message to me i felt no they're they're not taking what god is saying they're not they're not telling me what they're telling me isn't what god is god is saying this is just someone else who's who's so maybe they had a different slant on everything than than what you had or what you were introduced to at first yeah, it was a completely different slant. Again, it was a Christian, as a Christian school, so it wasn't a, it wasn't on the, the Catholic um, kind of uh, religion side right. of it. it. Was on the on the other side, I guess. Again, I'm not sure what faith they were, but it was sure. a 
Protestant uh, type right. Uh, right. side of, of of faith and uh, right. And by that. and by Protestant, if, if folks are listening to the podcast, it just means that um, there are several different denominations of people that believe in God, and denominations aren't necessarily in the Bible per se, but we've as you know human humankind we made denominations and so you might have the catholic church you might have the presbyterian church you might have the lutheran church or the pentecostal or the charismatic there's lots of different labels that people put on basically it's a group of people that view their christianity from a certain point of view yes exactly so yeah. So that's I just want everybody to understand that because not everybody listening knows what what we're talking about. <laughs> so so here's a good question. So you you have both of these experiences. What was where did you feel most accepted and loved at? Oh, definitely I felt more accepted and loved at the uh, at the boarding school. Like I said, it was tough. Like I said, you know there was there was tough days and uh, it clamped down on you hard when uh, you know when you stepped out of line, but. Uh, just a lot more acceptance and a lot more openness. And uh, you saw that the people who worked at the school, the brothers and even the teachers that were there because they really wanted to, they cared about what they were doing. They cared that they were doing it for, for God and Jesus and for the right. Salesian order. Right. They really cared about that. Whereas the Christian school, they cared, but they cared more in, following you know their kind of their mandate or their faith i guess in this sense and i just didn't feel like me as a, a student um they're more interested in just maybe kind of converting me to their their faith more so than you know helping me out you know helping teaching me or or guiding me along the way right best for me it was more can we get another person uh into our faith i guess right right you felt more like a number than a person in the second situation that you're in. Yeah, in a sense, more of a, a, a number. And like I say, just, I just felt that maybe, you know, teaching me wasn't the primary goal of them. It was just more, maybe to convert you or to yeah. get another number or notch on the Bible or something. Huh? Yeah, or <laughs> something like that. I'm not sure. It was a small yeah. school as well, too. So maybe they just needed students so they could uh, make money for. No, right to pay the bills or something yeah pay the bills or something like that I just i didn't feel i didn't feel they had the same you know focus on, on my well-being that that the other school was and eh, I, I felt disappointed about that but sure yeah. sure yeah. so okay so you have these both these experiences how did that how did that mold and change your belief in god um i'll be honest rick after i uh, i left that christian school i was kind of really turned off on uh religion as a whole and uh like I say i kind of uh drifted uh drifted away from that never my my belief that that god was out there and that god cared about me but more just that personal a, kind of thing uh well yeah that maybe i wasn't as a personal connection as much with god as i i used I mean, to have right i mean you believed in him but you didn't yeah. really do anything about that yeah that's that's true and then even just know following up on religion or or even incorporating that into my life uh that kind of that kind of fell out and uh be honest as well too i went through some pretty rough dark times um you know in in my kind of teenage years where i probably could have used that faith of faith of uh god and all that and i just didn't have it there you know i i went through some pretty dark 
dark times where um I swear there was one time where I I, I looked into the into the mirror mm-hmm. one day and I didn't even I didn't even recognize who I was looking at. I was just like what is this person? I felt so dark, I guess, mm-hmm. in a sense, so dark and black. Yeah. Um, that might have been my lowest part. And I didn't have, you know, I didn't have the, you know, God, or I didn't have that relationship with God, I guess, that I felt that I could call upon him for for right. guidance or help. So you, I felt did, very did lonely you, at that time. I was going to ask, yeah, did you feel lost or lonely or just, just far away? Just, yeah, lost and, and far away. And um, I was grabbing at other things for, um, for uh, you know, kind of my you know to my kind of i don't know comfort or something yeah things like that i would like i said you know i was very very uh very passionate about the you know the the heavier type music so a lot of that um sure i i drew on and uh not to paint that a a black picture but sometimes some of the messages in that wasn't the most positive sure some of it Sure. Some of it, I pulled some, maybe some meanings out of it. Like you've said before, you know, maybe I pulled some meanings out of it, which weren't really there about God. And it was right, at right. times, maybe that music was a bit of my connection with, with God, maybe unintentionally, sure. but uh, it was a bit of my connection with God. And I didn't really, it took a while to maybe form that, uh, that connection with God again. So what uh, we're going to um we're going to have to start the recording again in a minute so we can play another promo. But, but I'm, I'm very curious what, because because now you talk about God openly and and your faith and stuff like that. What was what was the thing that kind of flipped you back into thinking about it and 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 uh, maybe embracing more your faith? What what happened? I'm I'm not sure to be honest, Rick. I'm not sure if there was ever a really a um uh, like a, just a, a moment where I could point to. I think it was just a a gradual um sure a gradual kind of journey back back towards God like. God, I'll be honest, you know, like I believe in God, I believe in Christ, uh, you know, I try and live my life as uh, how I feel they would want me to live it. Um, sure. I'm probably not as close to them as you are, Rick. But, um, <laughs> I don't know about that. But, <laughs> but uh, I I've, I do feel my, you know, I do feel like I have a personal connection with God. And sure. I think just, you know, just over time, just, I just, you know, you grow closer and closer as you get older and you, you look mm-hmm. at life and you, you reevaluate it, then you kind of uh, things you look at you kind of change and you know I pulled some of those experiences from the past which helped uh, build me to kind of the person I am today so I can't pinpoint uh, you know unfortunately I can't pinpoint a a, a time when uh, you know like uh, it went off like a light switch went off on sure, me but sure. just a gradual journey it was a progression yeah, yeah yeah so would you say in the last 5 years 10 years things have have been better or is it more recent than that um Probably the I would say probably the last um, five or six years I would say um, probably I guess too I've always been a person who's been kind of um, searching for things I guess so mm-hmm. uh, I've always been searching for kind of my reason to reason why I'm why I'm here on this earth sure your purpose for yeah purpose yeah, for everyone's living. got a purpose everyone's yeah. got a purpose I kind of believe that. You know, there's some sort of reason why God has placed you on this earth. Um, for myself, um, I I felt it very strongly because um, when I was born, actually, I'm a twin. And back in the 60s, when I was born in 68, uh, uh, the medical 
medicine wasn't as advanced as it was today and uh, I wasn't expected and I came out a unnourished baby and they weren't even sure if I was going to live. Wow. And so but you I did. Always, yeah, I did. And so I thought there must be a reason why God wants me on this earth. Yeah. And I was kind of just you know, for years and years I'm just I go I don't know what my purpose is and I kind of uh struggled with that and I think over the last 5 or 6 years it's come clear what my purpose is, and it's nothing grand or anything. It's just like we talked, you know, with with yeah. your uh, spiritual gifts. I'm kind of yeah. here to maybe help people, maybe not not in a big sense, but in a in a certain sense, I'm here to help people. Like say, my wife is from China. You know, I've mm-hmm. helped her to come here and give her a better life than she has. I help mm-hmm. I help each month. I help help her family. We send money back so that they can live a a better life. So that's just so cool. small things there. So well, I'm, and I'm going to take the moment just to say that you've been a great encouragement to me, too. Oh, I don't know if you. you realize that or not, but you, you know, you email me and let me know what you think about the program. Um, you've been very generous, and and that's helped me. So yeah, you have those gifts. That's definitely something you have in you. Yeah. So I like I said, I don't think it's anything great. I don't think you'll ever hear my name. You know, you know, I don't think I'll ever be famous or anything about it. But just <laughs> little. You know, just little helping that's there, right. here that's and there, good. and I think that's, that's my weird. purpose. Okay, we'll be back in just a moment. I'm going to ask you a question when we come back from the break. Um, if you could give a young person any advice on searching for God, what would it be? So we'll be back in one moment. How cool is this podcast? That means that you excellent people who are listening to this cool podcast are even more cooler. How cool is that? So once you finish listening to this podcast, why don't you come over to our podcast and give us a go? We're called Waffle On. You can find us on iTunes. Simply type in Waffle On or go to our webpage and you'll find us at http colon forward slash forward slash waffleon.podbean.com. We do TV. We talk about classic TV from 1960 to 1990. You'll find everything here from sci-fi to comedy, from drama to thriller. Come and check us out. We're called Waffle On. Okay, we're back from our break. Um, all right, Jeff, let me ask you a question. If you could give um, not just a young person, but any person that's maybe listening to the podcast, because a lot of people that listen to this podcast maybe don't necessarily go to church. Maybe they do. Some do. But um, there's a lot of people that are listening. They're kind of searching for God. What would What kind of advice would you give to someone who's looking for God right now? I would say... I guess my advice would be to a person if they're kind of looking for God is to, I guess, evaluate your life and feel, like I say, you know, feel if you're if you're serving your purpose. I guess, do you think you're you're on the path to the purpose that you think you can uh, provide to God and to society and to yourself? I guess that's is what I would suggest first is saying, what do you think you can you know give to everyone else? It doesn't have to be anything big, but. Uh, like so I think just you know look into yourself and and and, and see where you f- where you fit in where you feel comfortable to fit in and kind of uh, take that route um also too I've always kind of lived uh, and my parents always taught me this as well that um you know kind of live a respectful and moral life mm-hmm. is always uh kind of my belief it doesn't have to be again if you're not an overly religious person, it doesn't have to be an overly religious life, in my opinion. You know, you don't have to live by a certain set of guidelines. As long as sure. you feel you're living kind of a moral and respectful life, I, mm-hmm. I think that's all that God really wants of you to, you know, just, you know, kind of be the best person that, that you possibly can. Um, actually, I had this uh, conversation with this coworker once 
and uh it was he he told me something which i i've kind of um he told me this probably about four or five years ago and i've kind of um i've always kept this in the back of my mind he says um you know every person you meet you know never leave them the worse off for knowing you like every person we meet we're not going to make them you know better for knowing us because that's just not possible some people you might other people you might not but never leave a person worse off, off. For, yeah worse off for knowing you at least you know just if at best it's just a you know you you know you know i knew this guy and this guy knew me you know and we're both the same you know like say i didn't do anything to make this guy's life any worse than it is so right, that's right. kind of how i kind of live my life as well too and i feel like say if you're you're searching for god like say just i think if you look at maybe start it simple like like i say and just maybe lead, lead a, a moral and respectful life and then just build from there and see where where you can uh where you fit in best and what like say as you said in that test you know what what are your your kind of your uh gifts or slant gifts. yeah your gifts are and how you can use them to the best and it might not be anything grand like i say you know it might just be small things but uh like i say you know some people are able to give more than other people so wow that's really good well and i think it's cool too because i think if you start from that perspective then it it kind of opens your eyes to see a little differently. I mean, if you're just going out and doing whatever you want to do all the time and not caring about what you're doing to other people, you're not going to be in that. You're not going to be in the place to be able to kind of acknowledge why you're here. If you're yeah, selfish exactly. and just doing your own thing, but if you just stop for a moment, like you were saying, and say, you know, what what about me? What am I? What's my life mean? What am I doing with my life? Am I helping or am I hurting? What am I doing? That is a great place to start from. Yeah, exactly. And just it's such a simple place to start too. It so. is. It's, it, everybody can do it. There's not. There's nobody that's listening that couldn't do that. Yeah, exactly. Which is that? <laughs> I like that about God. He's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, he, he makes is. it the same for all of us, which is a good thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Especially in the wacko world we live in. My goodness. Oh yeah, it's a crazy world. So. It's, well, Jeff, yeah. I am just I am just thrilled that you were on the program with me. We could probably do like five programs now that we get to talk, and I'm like, wow, we could talk about this forever. There's yeah. some really good stuff. So would you come back sometime and, and maybe do some more? Maybe we can get in depth in some other areas and talk a little bit more about it? Oh, sure. I'd be more than welcome to come back uh, sometime, Rick. Uh, like I say, I'd like to thank you for uh, having me on this uh, this uh, podcast of yours. Uh, you know, I, I feel quite honored to be one of the first people you've yeah. invited on well, to your podcast. You're very welcome. In fact, I need you to do some shameless plugging of your site and your podcast. So tell us all about uh, where people can find more information about you on the web okay well i have uh, a couple different sites i actually probably ran about uh, about what three or four sites uh yes you have more, many yeah more than i can handle but um, i guess first off my blog is uh, uh www.jeffjob.com i usually update it about once a week two b's on on job yeah. two b's yes yeah. i usually update it once a week just on my kind of thoughts on things um just different uh Eh, different things, you know. I think lately I've been talking a lot of Star Trek because I've been pretty pumped about that. So yeah, yeah I'll probably stuff. talk about. Eh, I'll probably talk about the. What will I talk about this week? Probably a bit about my training last week and cool and the Terminator movie I just saw. So uh, and put a plug in for the pod for this podcast so yeah, that I'll put people come listening to you. Yeah, 
And then also I run, uh, I have another site called uh, www.jedijeff.ca, which is kind of my um, portal site, I guess. I have, you know, I have some links to different places and pulling some some news on, on things that interest me. And then also I have a couple podcasts. Um, first, my main podcast is uh, something that I do with a, a friend of mine called, uh, a friend of mine named Jason, and we do a, a podcast on auto racing and it's called uh, champpodcast.com, and that's just with one P, so champpodcast.com. And it's uh, a podcast about uh, Formula One and IndyCar racing. Um, and we're actually coming up on our 50th podcast uh, probably in a couple wow. of weeks. That's awesome. So, and then my final podcast, which I'm just getting back up going, and uh, i got to thank you, Rick, for all your help. Uh, with it uh, is I, I have a collecting podcast. I love this podcast. This is a very fun podcast. Yeah, it's called uh, What's in Jeff's Basement, and uh, basically <laughs> what I decided is I'm going to review. I'm going to review uh, collectibles that uh, I have in my basement. Talk about them. Talk about how I feel about them. Talk about why I bought them. Uh, things I like about it, and so I I started that up about a year ago, and then I got busy with some stuff over the the summer with. Uh, some things in my life and uh, I kind of dropped it and now I've kind of picked it up again and I have one episode out so far and the second one I'm hoping will be out by the time the, this podcast uh, oh, great. airs. So I, I actually just finished uh, editing it this morning and now oh, good, it's, an good. it's an enhanced podcast so I have to go and I have to attach the pictures to it. So that's my next You're going to have to show me how to do that. I'd like to do that sometime. Yeah, sure. I can show you that, Rick. It's not uh, It's not too hard so I can show you how to do that be fun so that should be out um that should be out when this podcast comes out very with very any luck good so good good and um where do they find that at that one is uh www.jedijeff.ca slash w-i-j-b so what's in jeff's basement so. what okay i was gonna w-i-j-b oh okay what's in jeff's basement yeah okay great yeah. So, i don't have a basement yeah. So I well, could do should. that podcast, but that's all right. <laughs> well, I really I like it when you do when you on your blog when you talk about your collectibles and stuff. I've seen lots of pictures of your stuff. It's very cool. Yeah, like I say it's it's fun to collect that stuff. Uh, there's a few things I'm um, got my eye on, so uh, hopefully they <laughs> come to pass. Uh, <laughs> That'll talking be talking cool. about some stuff which uh, I'm very excited about, but uh, I, I don't know when it's coming. So very very but. cool. Well, thank you again for being on the podcast. Can I say a quick prayer for you before we go? Oh sure. Okay. All right. Father, I just thank you for Jeff. I thank you, Lord, for his openness on the podcast today. And uh, I've learned so much about him. And I think it's really cool, God, how you got through to him uh, through the love of people that loved you. I think that's awesome. I thank you, God, for all the great stuff that he's doing. I thank you, Lord, that he's found his purpose in life. And he, he doesn't have to be a rock star to have a purpose. And I think that is just awesome. So would you just continue to bless him and help him, uh, help him and his wife in their marriage? And uh, I know all sorts of fun things that they're involved in up in uh, Canada right now, uh, personally. And I just pray, God, that you'd bless them and help them find everything they need to live their life for you. And I thank you for Jeff now. And I thank you, Lord, for all the people that are listening today. In Jesus' name, amen. You must try to ignore that it means more than that. Oh, what's love got to do? Got to do with it. What's love but a second hand Well, there you go. I hope you enjoyed that interview. I had such a great time talking to Jeff. We, of course, have a whole lot more that we talked about off the air. And he's just a great friend, and I really, I really appreciate his um, perspective. 
And I think the reason that I wanted to have him on the program was twofold. One, so that we could see that God can use anybody that he wants to use. And he used the monks and the brothers in Jeff's life to get his attention of the kindness and the love that God had for him and the purpose that, that God had for him. And uh, at the same time, the, the second fold thing was to say to those people listening that are involved in churches and, and religious organizations and stuff, that it's so important that we are kind and loving towards people and that we're not judgmental and mean. And I think sometimes um, that's a problem that we have in the in the body of Christ today. And by by meaning that, I mean when groups of people that call themselves Christians, sometimes they don't act very Christian. Sometimes they're more concerned about the rules than they are about the, the relationship with people. So I think it's, it serves as a good warning to all of us to treat people with love and respect and to try and connect with people and not necessarily be so concerned about the judgmentalism part of things, but to be concerned about people as human beings and the fact that God loves them and cares for them. So anyway, great, great perspective, and I thought it was very interesting and a fascinating story from Jeff. So thank you, Jeff. Next week on the program, we're going to be doing a two-parter, and I think you'll find it fascinating. I have an interview with my friends Jen and Dave from Texas, and we're going to talk about the pros and cons of going to church and what it means to serve God in an everyday way. I think you'll I think you'll enjoy the program. I'm going to close today with a song that I really really enjoy from a band called Disciple. This is called I Just Know Jesus Is the Way. On take him with you. Thanks for joining me by the way. I'll see you next week. I just know Jesus is the way. I just know Jesus is the truth. I just know Jesus is the life. I just know Jesus is my God. Cheerio!
There you go, Disciple, and I Just Know. I looked up the actual title of the song is I Just Know on Take Him With You. Thanks so much for joining me for this program. I, I really enjoyed the interview with Jeff, and I hope you did too. We would love to hear your feedback. Would you email us? My wife and I would love to hear from you. Rick at TakeHimWithYou.com. It's Rick at TakeHimWithYou.com. Visit our website, www.takehimwithyou.com We would love to uh, show you around the site. We'd love to hear from you. Please, you can send audio comments to us uh, via MP3s or you can send us emails and we'd love to read them right here on the program. It'd be really fun. We want to know if you're enjoying the program or not. Okay, that's it. See you next week um, for uh, another show. I think you'll enjoy it. Thank you so much for tuning in to Take Him With You. Take Him With You, copyright 2009, is a production of Moyer Multimedia, LLC.